you know, several years ago when, when I discovered Open Table, I said, yeah, this is just fabulous. You, know, you can have a reservation, and it's it's seamless and easy, and you don't have to wait for somebody to answer the telephone. We use them all the time. Then along came a couple of years ago, Resi uh, came out, and American Express, I guess, backed that. And they could get you tables at restaurants. Sometimes it were hard to get, but not all of them. But now there's a new uh, system coming out called Tables, T-A-B-L-Z, that will get you restaurant reservations for really hard-to-get tables, but you got to pay for it. Fraser Nagy is a serial entrepreneur and came up with this idea and CEO of Tables and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thanks so much for having me on. So this this seems like a logical extension of that progression. Um, so you pay a little bit. I mean, I pay extra for a an Uber ride that's, you know, during the, the peak period, I guess, is that the argument for paying for a table? That's just that, you know, I've worked in the industry since I was 13, you know, busing, washing dishes, bartending, help open some restaurants in my twenties, you name it. Um, but I also have a degree in international economics and I've just been very fascinated with dining room economics. Um, and to really boil it down, you know, your Uber example is a great one, but it was actually the airline industry that did the first thing, uh, was the first ever to do something called revenue management, which is the combination of premium seat with dynamic pricing. It's actually American Airlines in the, in 1980. Um, car rental followed in 91, intercontinental hotel in 2000, Boston Celtics for sports franchise to do it in 2008, and Uber 11, Airbnb 14. So yeah, it's, it's gone to think, baseball day. In fact, the Texas Rangers yeah. have started that now. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and, and when you look at restaurants, well, what a dynamic industry. Do, you know, do you think, you know, A, they're in the real estate business, right? You know, they, they build these beautiful spaces where you come and sit. And and yet that table, that booth, that window seat, well, it has a very diff- different function of demand at Saturday at 7 p.m. than it does at Monday at 5 p.m. So, you know, to me, the restaurant industry is very logical to do this. And it's almost quite surprising they're the last of the party. I Conceptually, I'm with you. And, and I like it. I'd probably use it. But I'm telling you, you know, two years ago, we didn't think there was going to be a restaurant industry, and they would kill to get anybody in, you know, to sit down at a table, much less make them pay extra for it. it it's it's so true. It was it was dark times, you know, spring 2020, um, and I, you know, we were working on another project before that, and and so many we were we were working with hundreds of restaurants across the U.S. and Canada, and. And, you know, we, you know, there was numbers coming out that 70, 80% bankruptcy rates were predicted. And, right. And, you know, we get, we do have to do a shout out to some of the federal governments and other local states that actually supported restaurants at an unbelievably key time, or we would have seen, you know, those type of numbers. But, you know, we still saw 20, 30% bankruptcies at times. We saw restaurants close, you know, close expansion plans. So, um, but, you know, this is something that we've thought a lot about. It, it, restaurants going into 2020 had record revenues, you know, eight, you know, 12 of straight years of uh, increases, yet of those, 11 of those 12 had profit declines, right? And now we're exiting a period of COVID where, of course, we're having unbelievable rebounds. Again, record revenues, record demand for travel and hospitality, but still declining profits even before we factor in inflation. So something that I've just said has been a 20-year trend. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard this expression. We know we need bums in seats. We need bums in seats. This is an expression in the restaurant industry. But I actually don't think that's been the problem for a long time. 
We don't have a revenue issue. We have a profitability issue. Try getting a table in any major city today on a Saturday night. Very, very tough to do. But restaurants just don't know how to price that real estate because, you know, they only have one function and that's charging for your food. Well, and they can't, I guess they don't put out a different menu or pricing on a menu for Friday and Saturday night versus what they do for a Tuesday and Wednesday. So is this a way to make up for it? Well, you bring up such an important point. You know, a lot of people ask me, well, why don't they dynamically price their food? And I say, well, you know, do you really think that you could sit next to the, you know, someone, uh, and they're paying a different price for the steak than you? Yeah. I don't, I don't think we're ever going to get there. Um, I think the only opportunities for restaurants to dynamically price food is, is maybe in delivery where, you know, again, peak times, I might pay 15% more just a blanket increase. But uh, this is what's so key. Uh, uh, where you sit really changes your experience. And it's such a guest service that restaurants, you know, going into 2023, this is a no-brainer. They should be monetizing this. Every other industry has figured this but out. This but this also requires an industry that is really confident because I would afraid they'd be so gun-shy after going through the COVID period that they would really want to avoid anything that would act as a deterrent to coming to their restaurant, like charging extra for a for a good table well this is where it gets really easy um you don't have to pay if you don't want to and this is what the real key is is to our system so when you go on one of our partners take take roca core for example they have locations in san francisco and houston and and in chicago uh, you know a fantastic sort of mid-upscale japanese steakhouse great sushi great bottles of wine and the key is when you go on their website, and now we're integrated in Instagram and Google, anywhere where their reserve button lives, you click reserve now. And what has been the tradition now for 25 years since OpenTable? Well, it just automatically sends you to this widget. And your only choice is to pick between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. And, and think of this restaurant. They've spent millions of dollars designing these restaurants. And that is my experience with that brand. But now what happens is when you click on reserve now on Roca, it actually says, hey, do you want to upgrade your table? powered by us or no thank you i don't care where i sit powered by open table or resi or talk or seven rooms doesn't matter whatever system they choose to use and you know the vast majority of guests are saying well my goodness i would love to see this dining room in, in 3d and i'd love to see the seat selection so it's a hundred percent voluntary if you don't find what you're looking for you can still use open table it's it's really for specific seats for specific times and certainly you know specific guests that really really care where they sit and so the restaurants have to I mean, that's another decision they have to make. I guess they've got to sandbag back some tables that they think can go for a premium and not take reservations on open table or anything else for them, but save them for you. Yes. So think of the, an airplane. We are trying, this is my big, big goal as the CEO of tables. We are trying to tell restaurants and explain and educate that if you have 100 seats, 10 of them might be business class, 10 of them might be premium plus, 15 might have extra leg room and the rest are coach. And right now you're selling your whole airplane like it's coach. You, and in fact, you're just giving away all of your real estate for free weeks in advance. And that is actually the big psychological thing we are trying to break with in this industry. And we're hoping the tables, you know, is really that catalyst for the industry at large to think about their real estate differently. But absolutely, we tables cares about those, let's call it 15 to 20% of the real estate in the dining room that is differentiated you know there's certain right. tables that are just so different than the others there's there's those maybe those back booths we call those clusters groupings of tables that are are, are really coveted and a little different 
you know, we're not really looking for those 15 tables in the middle of the dining room that, you know, a two top can be slammed into a four top that can be slammed into an eight. You know, that's what we call the coach inventory. And that is absolutely for those that, that, um, you know, want to use open table and resin yeah. other systems. But even some of these better tables, we're not after every single one of them. You know, take that cluster of four booths. A restaurant might sell one or two of those with us and have the other two available for walk-ins or for open table. Um, but we're just enabling those guests that really want that experience to, you know, voluntarily upgrade that experience the way they do every, every other row. So, so tell me about the acceptance right now. I see. You've got uh, some restaurants in what Toronto. Well, you're, you're, this is a Canadian-founded company, but Toronto, Chicago, New York, Miami. Um, you're working on Dubai, is that right? We've had some. Uh, we have some sniffs coming out of coming out of you know the Dubai, Dubai in the Middle East, and even restaurants in Spain and the Caribbean have reached out. Um, you know, we're not quite there yet to launch. We're, we're we're certainly looking at you know some of the markets you mentioned: New York, Chicago, Toronto, Miami. You know, Scottsdale, you know, Texas is what, what a market and, you know, the four big cities there. So for us, you know, we, we certainly want to, to, to make sure that our, our U.S. Canada plan is well executed. Um, and, and from there, we're, we're going to look at our international growth into, into Mexico and the U and in uh, Europe. But, um, you know, the restaurants we can work with are, are pretty broad. You know, certainly we're, we're not working with McDonald's here. This is, this is for sit down restaurants that, that have, have, right. you know, you know, that type of service. But across the full-service market, you know, certainly fine dining is an incredible category. Sports bars are a huge category for us. I mean, you know, try, try get ten friends to find a TV view that you want. It's yeah. Very difficult. Yeah, um, yeah. For, especially for, with for the a world, vast majority World Cup going on or something like that. It's very timely. So, how do I see this? Do you have an app that's that you use? Great question. Today we're taking uh, an approach where we, you know, I alluded to this in, in sort of describing how that upgrade takes place. We embed our our, our platform right at the point of discovery. And what okay, that means, so, again, so is, go to the restaurant site. Exactly. Restaurant's website, their Instagram, their Google. But long term, we already have hundreds now going on thousands of unique tables. You can imagine not so far off that you know, we're going to be launching some discovery features as well on, on our own app. Are you going to show up in Dallas, Fort Worth area? I'd love to. My goodness. Uh, there's <laughs> well, some, there's some, some incredible restaurants there. Well, maybe we could dig you up some business off of this. I, I think it's fabulous. Uh, I'll, I'll, I think, take, I'll take you up on that. All right. Well, <laughs> and, and if you can, and also if you can uh, maybe get me a rebate when they stick my table next to the to the to the door to the kitchen. That's what I like <laughs> too. That's where I end up uh, usually. Fraser Nagy's the uh, the co-founder and the CEO of Tables. T A B L Z. We'll keep an eye out for you. Thanks a lot for the time. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks for more of our conversation. Go to krld.com/slash/ceo. I'm David Johnson. News Radio 1080 KRLD.